So yes, I absolutely think it is time to cancel the Ivies and cancel certain law schools. And in fact, I've got a proposition of which law schools we should cancel. I say we should cancel the law schools that teach woke politics. So how do I know about law schools teaching woke politics? Well, apparently Harvard Law is one example of such a place because they decided that one of the lawyers who represented Trump was no longer fit to teach a class there. Oh yes, but in the legal profession, you're taught that everybody is entitled to legal counsel. That means everybody. That includes Donald Trump. It includes the Ku Klux Klan. It includes, I don't know, Scott Rudin, Harvey Weinstein, Saddam Hussein. Everybody you despise, they're all entitled to competent legal counsel. And yes, competent legal counsel. That doesn't mean, oh, we just get the guy who just got out of law school, just passed the bar, doesn't know nothing about nothing when it comes to law practice. You're entitled to get good counsel. If you can afford the best counsel, yeah, you're entitled to get that if they want to represent you and they don't think that you're an overbearing pain in the butt and they feel they can zealously advocate for you, yeah, you're allowed to get that. So apparently these woke law schools must not be using the Socratic method anymore. They must not actually be challenging their students and apparently they're just telling people, oh, your feelings matter when it comes to the law. Do you know what a judge would have to say about that if you can't cite legal precedent for an argument? They'd laugh your butt right out of the courtroom. In fact, I have seen judges do all kinds of stuff to lawyers. There was even a recent story, in fact, where a judge deprived somebody the ability to do a trial, actually dismissed a case that his firm had filed for a plaintiff because he was not able to comply with the mask wearing requirement without compromising his breathing and his ability to function in court while selecting a jury. This is the kind of thing you're dealing with when you're looking at judges. I had to deal with a power tripping judge in family, or rather this was in my divorce case, had to deal with a power tripping judge who was later picked to represent, you know, to handle our case. The first judge I had was actually reasonably decent, seemed fair and objective. But then a second judge came in and she basically had it in for me big time. And you would think, oh, woman, woman, solidarity. But no, that's not the case. I read some rather, oh, I read, read some rather scathing things about her later on and some online reviews, and I was very tempted of, hmm, I wonder could I do an argument against her for violating judicial ethics. But I guess maybe karma kind of got her back because it turned out she was the first judge in all of New York City to get infected with COVID. As far as I know, she didn't die from it, but I thought, okay, I never wished COVID on her. I don't exactly wish her well or anything, but it's not like I wished COVID on her either. I wasn't like actively wishing her death, you know? And this was in the very early days of coronavirus. So everybody was very concerned about, okay, you might just drop dead immediately. There were even a couple of judges who did drop dead in Brooklyn because of COVID. And the one, there was one recently who was actually the chief judge and he ended up getting COVID but recovered and then actually told that lawyer of how he can't go to court without a face mask, even though he's got breathing issues and he's here sweating right now. I was like, I knew as soon as I heard about these mask mandates in the courts about having to do double masking in federal court, that we've got an ADA violation waiting to happen. I'm like, I knew that lawsuit was coming. But apparently in these woke law schools, they want these people to come in and start committing malpractice left and right. They apparently want to ignore the obvious constitutional rules in place and how the legal system works. So it's like, yeah, I don't think I would want some of these people being my legal counsel because they're not going to argue based on the facts and the logic and legislation and case precedent. No, they're going to argue, oh, you hurt my feelings. Oh, you said something I didn't like. 
Well, it's like, listen, princess, you went last five seconds trying to do appearance work, okay? Because I'm in a legal group where a lot of people do litigation. They've gone to these courthouses. Still, some of them still deal with it now because they actually do litigation, whereas I was just an appearance attorney. But there were people who had some epic stories. Like, there were minorities who talked about being called racial slurs, women getting called all kinds of things, people being belittled and stigmatized and having all kinds of crap happen to them based on being younger or being a minority or whatever whatever category you can think of. I personally live the experience of having lawyers try to pick me up. Although I found that more funny, honestly, because I feel like it's an occupational hazard. I look as I do. I mean, I'm a model. I've worked in entertainment law for many, many years. I still have my own creative background. So I'm like, yeah, it's just occupational hazard. It's part of the job. It's part of my life. I was getting hit on by older guys when I was young. I've gone, I remember many years ago, I went to Blockbuster Video and I wanted to rent the South Park movie. Tells you back in the day this was. This was like early in college. And this dude in the video store gave me a voucher to get that movie for free. So I didn't even have to pay money because I was like, I don't have cash on me. I just had checks. And they wouldn't take a check at Blockbuster, but he gave me this voucher and I got to rent that movie. It was so cool. And this was never something I asked for. It was not something I tried to plead or wheedle my way into. I just got it. So I'm like, yeah, I've had the consequence and I guess sort of pretty girl privilege. I've had that happen to me in life. But it's like some of these little woke snowflakes crying about some of this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, please, please, please do not get into the world of litigation. You'd be filing complaints against attorneys left, right, and sideways. You'd be filing complaints against judges. And guess who that's going to harm? It's not going to harm them. It's going to harm you. And yeah, going and bullying people about who's going to represent them and trying to bully lawyers, that's a major problem to me. In fact, I was in this group and somebody had posted something recently about some group of quote-unquote activist law students anonymously signing some letter to some big law firm representing people who are basically messing with the climate and affecting bad harm on climate change. And I was having a debate, a few of us were having a debate with this one lawyer, I don't even know who the hell she was, what her background is, when she graduated from law school or where she went. It would have been nice to kind of see that, but I refused to become her Facebook friend. But she had the nerve to be like, oh, they're doing a noble cause. Oh, it's such a great job. And I'm like, okay, first off, these people don't even have the guts to list their names. They don't have enough conviction in their principles to actually step up for them, to actually ID themselves and say, yes, I am here and I want to be counted. And this is my stance. They're not even putting their names, number one. Number two, they're over here trying to bully some law firm about representing people, you know, there was actually an attorney who was representing homeowners in the Upper West Side a few months back. There was a whole situation where a bunch of these homeless men who were on drugs, basically had mental illnesses, were messing up things all over the Upper West Side. You may have seen news publications about this. It was a whole big thing in the media. My mother was quite concerned for my safety and I'm like, I don't even feel necessarily comfortable going to that particular area of town because I don't care to be accosted by assholes and I value my personal safety. And a lot of the residents there were understandably pissed off because you're talking about a neighborhood that's like millions of dollars and all these people have money and they're like, I don't want to take my kid in a stroller and they're watching these dudes screw people in the middle of the street and shooting up heroin in the park and all this stuff and leaving trash everywhere. So apparently a little mob decided to go harass the attorney who was representing these homeowners, decided to go vandalize his property and put a bunch of graffiti and so forth. 
So there was also a couple of associates who worked at some big law firm in New York City. And apparently a couple of them decided to throw a Molotov cocktail into a police vehicle back over the summer when there were riots going on. Or it might have been a little later on, but it was sometime during a riot. So these people ended up getting arrested. Last I heard, they were not on house arrest. They had to go to big time prison. I don't know whether these law firms actually kept them employed. I would hope not. I would hope that that would be something that a bar examining committee in this state would actually investigate and say, you know what, maybe you shouldn't be practicing law if you're over here breaking the law and you're basically throwing Molotov cocktails into police vehicles. Turned out that one was empty, but yeah, it doesn't really matter. You were intending to do that when people were alive in there. And as a lawyer, you're supposed to know better. You're not supposed to be acting like a damn wild animal or criminal, what we call it in society. So I'm like... I asked this person who was defending these little law students, I'm like, so did you cheer when these, when people were vandalizing this guy's home who was representing these Upper West Side homeowners? Were you cheering on these associates when they threw the small tough cocktail? Because that's what your little anonymous people making little threats on law firms, that's what it leads to. It leads to individuals being targeted and being bullied for who they want to represent. And a little tip about being in the legal profession, it is not a place for marshmallows. It is not a place for you if you are a yes person. If you're a person who avoids all conflict and avoids any hint of controversy, you do not belong in the legal field. You have no business going to law school at all. It's a very combative environment, especially if you're going to do litigation. Litigation is basically, it is paying somebody to fight for you. It is all about combativeness. It is all about adversarial conflict. In fact, that's the entire legal process itself. It's adversarial. That's how the litigation system works. And basically you bring in your case, they bring in their case, everybody gets to have a fair hearing to speak, you get defense, you get all this stuff, there's the whole shebang, depending on whether you're in civil, criminal, whether you've got a jury trial, a judge hearing your trial, whatever it is, but you have a whole process and it's called an adversarial process. It is not, oh, you hurt my feelings. Oh, I'm right, but I have nothing to show for it. I have no legal precedent to support me. That's not how it works. So I find it incredible that these schools that are supposed to be about teaching lawyers how to lawyer, how to think like a lawyer, which is basically looking at all sides of an issue. It is not listening to one side and ignoring the other one. That is not how you debate. That is not how you lawyer at all. I find it incredible that they're over here banning people because they represented parties that they didn't like. It's like, where the fuck did these professors go to law school? Did these people actually learn anything about constitutional law? Do they even know anything about the ethics rules? Because they have always said everybody is entitled to competent counsel. It doesn't say everybody I like is entitled to competent counsel. Or everybody who is the skin tone that I like. Or everybody who has a certain level of income is entitled to competent counsel. It says everybody. So I had also asked this person, okay, do you also think that only small firms and solo practitioners are to be free from being harassed for who they represent? Because otherwise you're engaging in classism and that's a problem. Because guess what? Rich people have rights too under the Constitution, whether you like it or not. And I also had to point out in context, I am the last person who's going to say something nice about big law because I have a lot of attitude about it. And if you heard my prior podcast, you know what my feelings are about the profession and the whole classism and all that. So I'm definitely not the person who's a fan of big law. And I'm over here telling you this. 
you might want to listen. So this person apparently didn't bother to engage with me or make my points or answer my questions. So it's like, okay, you're obviously a little woke idiot who has no business being a lawyer. I even said to her, if you cheered on these people doing this stuff, if you cheered on the Molotov cocktail being thrown, people's property being vandalized, you have no business practicing law. You need to just be the leader of Antifa. That's what you need to be doing. You need to go run Antifa and not be a lawyer because you're really not worth, you're wasting our time. You do not belong in this profession. And it's like, I have to explain that to people. And if people seem to think, oh, I'm going to be cowed by bullies or you're going to expect me to just like, oh, go follow your will and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, do you know who the hell I am? Because obviously you don't. That's not what a lawyer personality does. They basically speak their mind. When there's bullshit, they call that out. And it is not the job of a lawyer. And I've even said this to a lot of people. I'm like, this is not the job of lawyers to go endorse the status quo. It is not the job of a lawyer to go kiss butt to the establishment. That's not what we do. We basically are supposed to be looking at all sides of an issue. We are supposed to be advocates for everyone. Not we're just advocating for the rich people or we're just advocating for the leftist woke, the leftist woke scalds. That's not how the profession works. It's called everybody has a voice, everybody has rights. And it's like, guess what, you little whiny woke scald? The world doesn't revolve around you. And yeah, I really don't have patience for people like that because number one, I don't like stupid people. And when I say stupid, I'm speaking of people who are willfully ignorant. I'm not speaking of people who they don't know what I'm talking about, but they've gone and researched or they're prepared to go and research and they come to an understanding and realize, okay, she had a point. And I looked at it and I examined that issue. That's not the people I'm worried about. I'm worried about the people who are blind sheep who do not address my points, who do not go and research and then propose to know more than I do on a topic. And it's like, no, you don't, kid. Sit down. You're basically no more relevant than a whiny little toddler complaining about things and smart adults would simply not give you a mic. They would just tell you to shut up and ignore you. I'm like, what happened to that? In fact, one of my friends even drew parallels today to music banning back in the 80s. And I'm like, well, in the 80s, I didn't see the church ladies getting a microphone. I didn't see them being encouraged. I did not see record labels dropping musicians or corporations kowtowing to these pinheads. Yet today you see that happening. That's basically, as far as I'm concerned, a massive difference between the 80s and 90s where you saw censorship attempts there and where you're seeing it now. Like, you would never have seen some corporation cater to that stuff back then. Uh-uh, I think they'd have been like, you know what, you can change the channel. You don't have to listen to that music. Switch the radio station. Turn it off. My mother did that. She actually would tell you right now, and she, in fact, is a conservative Christian. She'd say, you know what, if you don't like it, maybe you should change the channel. Maybe you should actually parent instead of expecting the government to be your mommy. So I find it incredible that some of these law schools, number one, want to ban diverse voices who actually have something different to say rather than the woke manifesto. And then they want to essentially obliterate the entire freaking point of being a lawyer in the first place. It's like, what the hell are you teaching people? What are you, how are you running your law school? Do you have the Socratic method? Because if you've gone to law school or you know something about it, you know, the movie, The Paper Chase, people will tell you to see that one. Or, you know, my cousin Vinny, he got hassled a lot by the judge in the courtroom. People got hassled in law school of like, okay, why are you here wasting time? Oh, you're saying something stupid. You're not knowing this procedure. You got called out on your bullshit. 
Like when I was in law school, I didn't see this too much. Nobody made anybody cry. I was the kind of person, well, I took improv in high school. I had some acting training, so I was a little okay with it. But law school was not one of those places where if you get your feelings hurt easily, you really need to be in the classroom because you don't. Because it's like the professor doesn't care how pretty your outfit is. They don't care about your shiny special snowflakiness. They care about what you know about the material. They care about your logic, how you're thinking. So yeah, they will be known for putting you in logic traps. Or if you've not read something, they'll be like, you know what, you didn't read the material, get out of my class. They're not gonna appeal. They're not like, oh, please give me another chance. They don't care. It's not high school. It's not elementary school. It's not like, oh, you can bring mommy in there and somebody's gonna convince the dean to let you slack off. That's not how law school works. We deal with the real world. We deal with you being capable adults and you actually have to be responsible for your own actions and your own behavior. So I'm like, what in the hell are they teaching people in law school these days? I fortunately went to school back in, yeah, I went to school a while back, but it was still in the new millennium. But I'm like, what the hell are they teaching people? How in the world are they teaching anything in law school? I mean, are they just parroting the woke manifesto? What is this? I'm curious about this. I should find this out. If I found out any students at my law school were doing this stuff, anybody graduated from there, I would call them out. In fact, I went on Bumble. I was on Bumble looking through profiles again, and there was this dude who was a lawyer, and he's like, swipe right, if swipe left if you're a Trump supporter. And I thought, why the F are you practicing law? You're supposed to be a freaking lawyer. You're supposed to be objective, dude. If you're obsessed about politics, it's like, do you even work in the courts? Do you actually deal with any side of litigation? Have you ever done appearance work? Even if you're an inter and if you're an entertainment person, it's like, yeah, if you're an entertainment attorney, you should be even more concerned about the Constitution, considering there was the whole communist red scare back in the 50s, considering there were the censorship attempts back in the 80s and the 90s. You should be even more aware and cognizant of the constitutional issues, and you should be more dedicated to stomping that out instead of stifling others. So I found that a little incredible, and that kind of tells me, okay, why the F is this guy actually a lawyer? I'd be so tempted to go file a complaint against this person of like, okay, this person's got no business practicing law because obviously they are biased. I would never want such a person as my lawyer, that's for sure. Because if they're obsessing over that rather than things like somebody's a member of the Ku Klux Klan or somebody thinks it's okay to molest little children, that to me is a big problem. It's a major problem. It's like lawyers are primarily the people who are involved in politics it's like, you're supposed to know the other side, you freaking pinhead. You're not supposed to be like, oh, I won't talk to anybody who's not in my own little echo chamber. It's like, no, dumbass. The whole point of intellectual growth, the whole point of being a lawyer, is you're supposed to expose yourself to other opinions that don't agree with yours. You're supposed to actually listen to people who don't have the same opinions you do. You're supposed to learn from that stuff. You're supposed to educate. You're supposed to figure out logically how does this work? Do they have a point? Do they not have a point? And I found even people that you don't like always, there's always at least one or two moments where they've got a point that you absolutely agree with. Like I remember going to this seminar back when I had a manager and I met somebody else there who actually had said, you know, I'm not a Trump supporter. And this was somebody who actually was openly gay, I think later on was transitioning. And she said, you know, I don't support Hillary Clinton. And she's like, I will give 
Donald Trump certain points. There were things that she agreed with on that, even though she was hardly a Trump supporter. She was like, I don't agree there. And she was like, I won't give the guy credit. I'm like, you got to give credit where credit is due. You have to do that. Because if you don't give people where credit is, if you don't give people credit where credit is due, they're never going to listen to you. They're not going to do a damn thing. And I'm like, how the hell are they even teaching law in some of these places? That's a biggie. So another reason I would say specifically we could cancel the Ivies is Operation Varsity Blues. Does that ring a bell for anyone? So if you didn't know about Operation Varsity Blues, you know Lori Laughlin, who played Aunt Becky on Full House, had her two daughters basically lie about playing crew in order to get into this college. And one of them was a little Instagram influencer who complained about how she didn't like college and didn't want to be there. And basically she's, I think, sort of started an apology tour right now about all this, went on some show that Jada Pinkett Smith and her mom host. And I think Jada Pinkett Smith's mom is like, I'm not impressed with your privileged little white butt at all. Because there are people who work their butts off to get to college. And meanwhile, you're over here having your parents buy your way into things. And I thought, damn, Skippy, she's absolutely right. And I'm like, I'm not impressed with that shit because she claims, oh, it was normal in my childhood. Oh, we didn't think it was wrong. It's like, gee, either your parents severely failed you or you're just a freaking idiot. I don't know which. I also felt like, yeah, you didn't have the foresight of thought that I had when I was a teenager because if I hadn't wanted to go to college, I would have said, look, I'm not interested in doing this. Here's what I want to do. Here's my plan. I'm going to do this. I don't care whether you pay money to it or not. I do it my damn self. So it's like apparently she was too wimpy to go do that herself, go get a roommate, go get a job, go do that shit and do it on her own. And she probably could have been just fine. Could have gotten her influencer money, could have done all that stuff. She'd have been all set. But apparently she didn't bother to have the guts or the temerity to do it. And it's like, too bad you didn't know somebody like me in life. I feel like some of these people, it's like, yeah, too bad you don't know someone like me who would probably, you know, just do shit anyway and not really care. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to be emotionally abused or bullied into having decisions made on my life that I'm not for. It's like, yeah, you need to be exposed to people like me instead of people like some of these bots who basically live off family money and don't have any independent thought or get to be their authentic selves. I'm like, it's kind of tragic and it's sad, really. But at the same time, yeah, we don't need to be encouraging institutions to enable and finance that shit. We need to just knock that down. I am basically all for meritocracy. And I think these law schools that aren't even actually teaching anybody how to lawyer, they need to be gone. Because you cannot be woke and be a lawyer. If you've actually read any history on communism, you would know that, yeah, you would know if you've actually read up on communism, the first people to go in those regimes and get killed are the lawyers. There's also the intellectuals, anybody who's an independent thinker, whap, they're gone. So it's like, why in God's name are you going to call yourself a lawyer and then tell us you are woke? You can't be both. It doesn't exist. That's like saying, yeah, that's like saying, hmm, I got to think of something you can't be both of. You can't be pregnant and not pregnant at the same time. So you're either pregnant or you're not. Let's see. I'm trying to think of another thing that's a big one because I'm thinking to myself, okay, yes, you can be of two different races. You can be gay and straight because we have bisexual. You could do both. But you can't be a high heel shoe and a sneaker. You can't be pregnant and not pregnant. Can't be spicy food and not spicy food. That's not how life works. So it's like you can't be woke and a lawyer. Same difference. 
but I'm like I need to find some of these people that did these blogs and were saying okay it's time to get rid of some law schools because I think it's time to close down some woke law schools and go back to the schools that actually are doing the Socratic method and teaching people how to lawyer in real life. Just my two cents.